Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, Clarice. (laughs) Do you know what that's from? Yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure. Wasn't sure. Yeah. I feel like the last episode I started with, with what's up? Oh my God. I tried to forget about that. <laughs> Is this your new thing? Are you going to see like what kind of intro will annoy me and will like, okay. Yeah. That's cool. I'm here for it. Or if I can like stump you. Oh, I like it. I am not familiar with a lot of horror movies, but that's a pretty big, that's a pretty big reference. So. I never fully saw it. It's Silence of the Lambs, by the way, guys. I never really saw it, but I've I know the line it. very well. Yeah. It's very appropriate for today's topic. <laughs> the type of vibe. <laughs> the type of vibe that we're offering today. Hi, yeah. everyone. But wait, before we dive into that, how are you? I am good. I myself, I am good. I have uh, started some of the year fear challenges ahead of schedule. We haven't even even talked about that on this podcast. So we'll have to dedicate like a A whole episode to it. That's a good idea. All right. Well, you guys don't know what the hell we're talking about yet, but that's fine. Stay tuned for more information. Uh, It's a good, it's a good, um, what do you call it? A tease. Good tease. People be like, you're fear. What's that? What? Um, Makes no sense. <laughs> we're live on Facebook and Taylor Drake says, I live in Texas, so I'm here for this topic. Cool. Well, let's, let's get into it then. Forget about us. Let's get into it. Ambie, what are we talking about? Okay, let's get into it. So today we are talking about the Heartbeat um, Act that was just passed recently in Texas. And so what that means is that um, abortion after a heartbeat is detected, which is around six weeks, is outlawed in the state of Texas. Um, There are no exceptions in the case of rape, incest, anything like that. There are no exceptions. Um, And further... More, if someone is suspected of having an abortion in Texas, they can be fined um, and imprisoned, and the person that tells on you basically can be awarded ten thousand dollars. So there's a huge incentive to turn in women and doctors and anyone else that they want to um, for having an abortion. So it's very uh, scary because this is, this is a huge issue affecting so many women affecting predominantly, um, poor women affecting mostly women of color, 
So it's, it's definitely a huge issue that definitely needs to be um, addressed and uh, rewritten because there are many, many women that do not know that they are pregnant until after six weeks. So they don't have the ability to make that choice. Um, there are also many women that are under the age of uh, 18. Let's say that they're raped. Let's say that they're raped by a family member. Um, they don't have a choice anymore. Um, and it's for women in lower income, it's scary because they don't have the ability to just drive out of the state and get an abortion. In a lot of these cases, they are going to have to either have the child or they're going to have to have an unsafe abortion, which could kill them. Um, so it's a really scary issue. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, I posted something on my, a quote from someone else that I just thought summed it up so perfectly, which is when the penalty for rape is less than the penalty for aborting a rape, you know, that this is like a war on women because that's what it says, like plain and simple. I mean, there, that is all you need to know. The penalty Mm -hmm. for rape is less than if I abort a rape in the state of Texas right now. So Mm -hmm. what does that say about what you're valuing? And I think that, um, it's a really, really, it's a really sad time for women and it's a really scary time for women. Um, and you know, there's so many things I could say about the topic of abortion. I don't, I don't even fully understand it. I, I, I genuinely do not understand the argument for I, why do you care? Like, I, I'm sorry, but people who are so pro-life, like, I genuinely don't understand. Why do you care? Because there's a lot of other things you don't give a shit about when it comes to people's lives. So why do you yeah. care about this unborn child that you have nothing to do with? I I, I don't understand that at all. Um, someone uh, on Facebook, Talon said, feels like we're headed towards the handmaid's tale. So scary. I've heard that many times. I don't watch that show for the reason that I know it would disturb the F out of me, but I know what it's about. And I yeah, agree. I just want it for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Keep going. Justine uh, says not even doctors know that you're pregnant at six weeks. So, so let me tell you a little bit. I have had an abortion and I was eight weeks pregnant. Um, it was the worst experience that I have ever been through. Um, I did not want to have the child because I was super depressed. I was going through a divorce. Um, it was not communicated that I was not on birth control. It was, it, there was a lot of, he was wrong. I was wrong. It, it is what it is. Um, but we were still married at the time. The doctor assumed that because I was married, I wanted to have the child, even though I was 21, just had a baby. Um, and so what they did was they ultra like zoomed in on the embryo and made it look like it had a face and tried to convince me in the office to have the baby. So I ended up not going through with it. And there were people outside picketing. They tried to physically prevent me from going in. And my ex dropped me off at the door and then picked me up hours later. It was the worst experience of my life. And yet it was my choice. 
It was something that I don't regret because if I would have had that child, I don't know where I would be right now. And I think that that is something that people should, women should have the right to choose. Women should have the option to say, I am choosing not to have this child. And I think what people think about is that, well, you've had, I don't know, 10 abortions and you're not using birth control and blah, 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 blah. That is still not your fucking choice to tell a woman that she should be on birth control and she should do this. You may not agree with her actions and that is fine if you don't agree with her actions, but when does the government, when does the law get to say what women or men do with their body? Because there's no law against men impregnating women. Yeah. Right. There's like no men get a, get a reversible vasectomy then. And exactly. then tell me what to yeah. do. There's no law against that, but there's a law against us deciding I don't want to have this person that I am responsible for, for the rest of my life. I don't want to have this. Right. And it's, it's really, really interesting. So, and a lot of people will say they'll bring up religion and things like that, but that is your decision to make. And I have decided that I will take on the karmic repercussions. I will deal with, if there is a God, I will deal with God and talk about my abortion and all of that. But again, that is not anybody's decision to make for me. So I just think it's really, um, and it's, it's nobody's business either. It's nobody's fucking business. And the only reason I'm sharing this is to put a face to abortion is to show people that like, this is something that happens. This is something that has been so frowned upon and shunned in our country that like people don't talk about it. Yeah. And we really need to, because do I agree with all aspects of abortion? Actually, no, I do not. But that doesn't mean that I should pers- like persuade someone else because it's not my fucking life that I have to deal with those decisions that that person makes. They have to deal with the decisions that they make, good, bad, right, or wrong. It doesn't matter. And so it personally, it makes me angry when, when things like this happen because I get fearful of other states wanting to pick up the same law and then everything that we have worked for up to this point is gone, is done, doesn't matter. So that's why I get so upset about it. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, thank you for sharing that so vulnerably. And I think it is really important, like you said, that we put a face to this because I mean, I've seen so many people I know coming out and sharing about their own experience and I think it's way more common than anyone knows or thinks again, because of the freaking way that the society is set up where first of all, like women are made to, if they're not right, if they're not flat out raped or put in a, a terrible situation like that, they're just, we're conditioned to believe that our bodies are, you know, for men and that like, we should satisfy men and we should say yes to men, even if we don't really want to. And like, there's so many, or we don't, shouldn't you, there's so many situations that put us in the situation where we might become pregnant when we are not ready to have a baby or don't want to have a baby. Mm -hmm. 
And like, (laughs) number one, if you are going to Texas, like I'm talking to Texas right now, are you going to pay for the diapers? Are you going to pay for any of the things? Like, let's just get out. Let's just move past the fact for one second that like, it's my fucking body. Are you going to do anything to take care of this kid that you insist that I have? I don't understand that. None of that makes sense to me. I don't understand why in a world with like overpopulation. And that's what we're talking about all the time that now it's so important that I have this kid that, like you said, you have nothing to do with. It just truly seems like a way in my eyes to oppress women and like put them back in their place. And that's, what's really scary to me. Um, Justine just said something similar. Hold on. She said, I feel like this law supports pedophiles, sex traffickers, and women abusers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, re- let's, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Let's, let's bring that up here because if a, if a girl is raped by her father, she has to live with that baby. That's what she has to do now. She has to raise that child that is her sibling. And it's not so far-fetched that a woman could be raped. It's not, like I've said on many, many times, one in three women that come forward, that come forward are raped. So more than that, and 90% of the time it's someone they know and trust. So they have to have that baby now. They have to live with that. The other thing, though, is that in cases where it is life threatening to the mother, it is still illegal to abort the child. So what you're going to do is you're going to take a mother away from any other children that she may have or anyone else in her life because you're going to save the fetus. That doesn't even make fucking sense. That makes no sense at all. And so it's not just the fact of. women being raped. It's the fact of it's a life threatening situation to the mother. And in other states and all other states, there are laws that protect the life of the mother over the life of the fetus or the embryo. And Texas is no longer one of those states because of the heartbeat bill. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. It, it makes it so that again, it's like, it's as if it's as if women it's, it's saying that women's lives are less valuable than someone who isn't even here. Yeah. Which is insane. Ricardo says it baffles me that we spend so much energy energy justifying all possible reasons why an abortion may be necessary when in fact any of the pro-life reasons for making it illegal have nothing to do with lawfulness and personal slash individual freedom. Agreed. If people are so pro-life, we should first be pro the lives that are already among us, especially those of the women affected by the dilemma of getting one or not. Exactly. Um, Justine said, I can't believe a room full of men have the power to pass a law concerning women's bodies. Let's also say though, I I agree with that, but also like women, there's women that are a part of, there's actually like women that are a part of passing those laws too, which I just. Absolutely. And like, that's the other thing is 
I love you, Justine, but that this is not just men that are deciding this. This is women and men that are deciding this. This is women and men. And this is why we need um, term limits on different people in power, because a lot of these people that are in power have been in power for so long that their views are so outdated, they don't represent the majority of people. And a lot of them are corrupt by different corporations or whatever the viewpoint is, whatever. I don't want to go, I don't want to open that Cayman Worms right now. But my point is that we need term limits on people in government. Because just like we do for the presidency, because you cannot have the same people in power for decades and really expect change to happen. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. Ricardo said someone also mentioned that this is an indirect measure to expand the prison complex, massively impacting with communities of color. Yes, that that's the only like that is a terrible terrifying thought. And it's the only thing that genuinely makes sense to me because nothing else makes sense of why people who are in the government, who are so selfish Mm -hmm. would care for a life that is not here. It would quote care. They don't, it's for some other reason, right? So that is the only thing that would make sense to me is it's an ulterior motive to suppress women and communities of color. Um, who will, like, as you mentioned, will be the ones that will be massively affected by this because they will not have the ability to. So I actually want to mention a website really quick because um, they have a a lot of good information on their website and they have a petition to sign. So it's um, it's blackrj.org and it's all about uh, black women and representing justice. So I really recommend going there, looking at everything they have, because it this will affect predominantly people of color. And so it's really important right now, especially with everything else going on in our country, it's really important to not only think of how this will affect our children, right, or people in our direct community, but people outside of our community, maybe people that obviously that we don't know because I don't know anybody in Texas, but God bless them. Anyway, not the point, how this can easily spread out to other states and how this can affect um, predominantly people of color. I think this is also, if you, Taylin is in Texas, she's like, get me out of the state. Um, But if you are in Texas right now, this is a this is a time to really because I was watching this guy on TikTok who is a very 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 intelligent and he debates like uh, issues like this all the time. Um, he's very in line with like our beliefs on here, but um, he somebody asked him about the abortion thing about Texas and he's like, you know, he's like I'm it's going to get overturned because and he started explaining Roe v Wade and and all of these things, but you know regardless of what happens with this or what the long term, how this is going to play out, whether it will be around for very long. I think this is a really big wake up call to say, like, it is important to know what's going on in your community. It is important to do local elections. It is important to, it is important to know my husband. um, It was like a couple months or winter. I don't know. I'm so bad at this, but a, a couple months ago, my husband was like, there's a local elections today for Philadelphia. And I was like, okay, well, I didn't know. And he was like, well, you need to go vote. 
And I was like, well, I, I don't know any of the thing. And he was like, well, read about it on my way home and then go over there. He's like, it's, it starts there. Like it starts at these local levels. And just because it's not a big election, which some people still don't vote in, it starts at these local levels. And I think that it's really important to stay up to date on what's happening in your community and know that you showing up and using your voice is going to, um, influence people and influence who is making these decisions. Like Ambie said, there's been people in government for so long that they're so outdated that they're having influence over things they really shouldn't have any influence over. Um, also, you know, here's the, here's the, Oh, go ahead. I'm go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, no, no. You go. No. The, uh, the, my counter to that would be the problem with that is the way that they write local elections, particularly the way that they write different bills and different acts that want to be put up for Congress and things like that is so confusing that it's really difficult to understand what exactly you're voting on and what is, yeah, like what goes with your beliefs and what doesn't go with your beliefs. I remember reading about this act that was being passed locally and I don't even, it was something to do with the school board, but um, I remember I had to like literally look up different words to what the hell they were talking about. And initially it was um, a more liberal viewpoint. So I thought like, okay, well, I'm just going to vote for it because I like, I know that this person's pretty liberal. And so I'm assuming that we have the same beliefs and it actually completely, I disagreed with everything about it. So, but it took me about an hour to figure out what the hell was going on. So I feel like the way that these policies are written or coming up for election need to be rewritten as well, because I don't understand how when I sold insurance, there is um, a law that states that you can't have an educated seller and an uneducated buyer. There has to be certain stipulations in place. So meaning I couldn't just basically fuck someone over because I know how to write an insurance policy and my buyer does not, right? Mm -hmm. So I have to make sure that I am doing everything correct by the buyer and educating them along the process because people can get really messed up from that process. Think of if you need flood insurance, you have to let the person know that they need flood insurance. And if it's not required, by your county or state, then you have to let them know that it's not required, right? That's just one aspect. How is our government not the same? Because you're dealing with an an educated seller and an uneducated buyer. How is the pharmaceutical companies not the same? You know what I mean? Like there are so many other bigger things that are in play here and we're not being educated on them and why? Exactly. And I've made this exact case. I've argued with my husband over this so much. I'm like, I, I said the same thing. I'm like, I feel like I don't even know what I'm voting for. This is so unfair. I feel like they're, I feel like no one knows what they're voting for. And he's like, well then run for office and make a change. Like, and, and he, something that has gotten, something that has gotten through to me is look, you can't change the system from the outside. You have to change it from the inside. It's annoying as hell, but there are websites, I just on this point, there are websites that I have found that will break everything down for you. They'll every single election that comes mm-hmm. up, they will break it down and say, This is what this is saying. Do you want this or no? Like, so it's important to rely on the resources that we have and the continued resources that are coming out instead of throwing our hands up in the air and just saying, What, which I have done, which, oh, it's too much. It's too confusing. I can't deal with this. Like, I'm done. That's what they want you to do. 
That's why they're making it confusing because they want you to be like, I don't know what's going on here. I shouldn't even vote like whatever. They don't want you to vote. They don't want people of color to vote. They don't want they make someone said on here. They make it super in-depth and confusing on purpose. Yes, Yes. they do. And they're they're actually passing different laws and different things to make people of color not be able to vote. Right. They're actually doing they're trying to prevent people of color from voting, which is, it just blows my mind. But, it just blows but, my mind. but the point here is that in order to make change, we have to be a part of it. So instead of, I, I understand it can be extremely overwhelming. Trust me, I've gotten so annoyed with this whole process, but I think what I'm learning over time is like, there are people out there. The internet is something we all have access to. There are people on the internet who are putting an effort to make this more digestible. And I think it's important to try to do as much as we can to um, be educated so that we can be the ones making these decisions and making the big decisions in the near future. Because if we don't play this game, Mm -hmm. how is that going to happen? It's not. Trust me, I wish we could build a whole new system and just collapse this. I wish we could just build one that made this one irrelevant, but that's kind of what you have to do from the inside is like play the game and get involved yourself and make make the change that you want to make. And I'm so sorry that any of us are even in this position. Like it's it's disgusting and it's terrible and it's offensive, highly offensive as a human being. Um but we are in this position and now it is up to us, especially as women to do something. And I, that, cause that's all I know to do. Like what, what else can we do besides protest, which I think there are protests going yeah. on probably this weekend. Um, I've heard of some protests happening. There is a protest going on October 2nd as well. Um, I wish I saw this woman on TikTok that was like, I will buy someone a round trip ticket to San Diego because that's where I live. And mm-hmm. if you want, you know, she didn't say it directly, but like was implying that. And I would love to be able to do that financially. I don't have the funds to do that right now. But if someone has better ideas of how, um, like the website that I gave out, there are, you can donate to the cause and they are actively trying to help um, turn over this law right now. Um, and again, the website is blackrj.org. Um, so donating there is helpful. I'm doing that. But if there are other ideas that people have, I'm open. I'm open to other ideas. I'm open to helping out any way that we can. I feel like it's things like this that make me feel so overwhelmed and insignificant. It's things like this that make me feel like, well, what the hell can I do? You know what I mean? Can I tell you one one cool thing that I saw somebody did on TikTok? Hmm. A hacker. Did you see about this? No. What the hacker did? There's a hacker on TikTok, actually a group of hackers, I think, that they went to the website where I think you like tell on people. Yeah. And they created some code that overwhelmed the website with like ridiculous like bots or like memes or something ridiculous so much that they had to shut down the website because it was just over inundated and they just continue doing this to any website that comes up so that they they have to shut down the website which I think is just like the most badass thing in the world and it's just like I hell wish yeah I was a hacker god I Me wish too. I was a hacker. Me too. Yeah. Um 
but the point is, <laughs> yeah, people, Justine's like bots are awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I think the point is, um, yeah, actually, Amby, I, I know what you're talking about. There has been a lot of people where maybe you can't fly someone out, but I saw someone who said on TikTok who said, hey, this is where I live. If you can get here, if you can cross the state line, if you can come here, I will take you and I and you can stay with me. I'll take care of you. Um, and, you know, just as long as you can somehow get here. So, and I know that's not possible for everyone, but I think the point is there are people out there that are offering that um, and that are willing to be your support. And, um, and so I just think in general, it's, it's another wake up call of, um, also just like really needing to let our voice be heard and take action and not let the system just pass us by basically. I mean, it's unfair. And at the same time, like, I just think we have to learn how to play the game. You know what I mean? Because what else mm-hmm. can you do? Like, w- what else can we do? So, um, I feel like I feel that it's insane that we're having this conversation in 2021. Yeah, that's what I think. It's 2020. Like, <sighs> yeah. I think that's how we felt though, too, about black lives matter. And that's how we felt too, about, um, there's so many things that are coming up in this year in the past two years. I mean, mm-hmm. racism is something that is still prevalent, obviously, but as we were going through that experience, I think it was this feeling of like, how are we still dealing with this? Like, how haven't we resolved this? How haven't we, how haven't we learned we're all human beings and that we are all valuable? And I think it's the same for women and women's rights. It's how has, how have we not resolved this and put this to bed yet? Um, I think it's this, this idea, I'm going to answer that with my opinion. Sure. I feel like it's this idea that. Well, like people think, well, racism doesn't exist. No, it very much does exist. It's very much a part of our society. And everything that happened in 2020 really showed us and illuminated that for most people. And I say most people because I feel like there are still some people that are in denial that it's an issue when it's a huge issue. And it's a huge issue because people that own huge corporations are white men. Mm -hmm. So they make the rules, right? And that is giving, that's a systematic imbalance here. You're not giving anybody else an opportunity to really create change. And I think it comes from this huge um, corruption and greed. Nonetheless, it is heartbreaking to watch it happen, to watch all of these systems and everything being uncovered and really seeing how truly ugly it is. You, you know that it's ugly, but then it's in your face and you realize like, Oh shit, this is, this is real ugly. And then I see it and it feels like, I know everybody's saying like, well, it's changing for the better, but is it, is it changing for the better? Because we're still having the same fucking conversations. So is it really changing for the better? Like we really need different different policies in place to actually make a change. We really need to hold a people hold different people accountable when they are 
not doing things that they're supposed to be doing. We really need to hold, and I'm talking about the people that are in power that do not look at other human beings as human beings. And instead they just go along with what they're being told and fed. And that is creating a huge amount of racism, imbalances, and corruption. And it's heartbreaking. Sometimes it's overwhelming to me. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. I'm done speaking. Thank you for no. coming to my talk. <laughs> no, you don't have to be done speaking. I think I I agree. It's 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 moments like these that I think it's very it's it's like you said, Ambi, earlier, it's so overwhelming to think about how to kind of go on and thrive as a human in a society where something like this is happening. It just doesn't feel real. It feels very surreal. Um, and again, all I can think of when I think of this is I'm like, this is why it's so important for spiritual, for conscious leaders to rise up. It's so important for, if you're a person who wants to do good in the world, it's important that you learn how to receive money because you need, if you want to make a change, you better learn how to receive, like you better learn how to receive that money so that again, cause you have, we use money right now. You have to play the game. Like you can't just say, well, I don't use money. I use leaves. And so then I'm going to create a company that pays in leaves. I mean, I guess you, ca- I guess kind of that's what uh, cryptocurrency is in a freaking way, but, but, but it's still not the most dominant form of currency. Yes. What I'm saying is if you are someone who is here to help the world, let yourself be powerful, let yourself be seen, let yourself be heard, let yourself be confident, let yourself be thriving as much as you can. Because when you thrive, then the passions and the purpose that you have being here on this planet will thrive and benefit from it. But if you continue to allow yourself to hide and tell yourself you're not enough, and tell yourself you don't deserve money or you don't deserve to be supported, then that is kind of what you're giving to the things that you're here to affect. And I really don't think we, well, that's, that's the thing that keeps ringing in my head is like, that's why it's important. That's why it's important to allow yourself to, to shine while you're here is because as you do that, the things that you're connected to and the things you're passionate about are going to be positively rewarded from that and affected by that. And the other thing is that if you're somebody who maybe you think, oh, well, all I don't have anything special to give. I just have, you know, you just have a vision. Well, if you have a vision and you're an uplifter and you can speak about that to other people and communicate it, that is so important right now. Cause like we're talking about so easy to lose hope with things like this. It's so easy to just look at the majority of kind of the, that darkness, that dark feeling of like, how could this be happening right now? But if there was somebody who stood up and said, I know what we're going to do. And I know it's a dark time, but this is how we're going to move forward. And this is what we're all going to do together. And this is how we're going to resolve this. People would be so energized and excited and ready to take action. And I think that the value of a voice of a change maker is underestimated at this point in time. So if you are somebody who has a vision, 
Don't underestimate the power of speaking that vision to others. Don't underestimate the power that you have to bring hope to others because that is everything right now. And that's my soapbox. I think that was beautifully said. All right. God agrees with you. Thanks, Thor. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Well, um, I think I'll, I'll end with this one comment. Maria Bowles Gutierrez says, everyone needs to let their divine masculine and feminine through express it, empower themselves. We need it so much. Yes. We need everyone. We need everyone so much. So, oh, Justine just said something that could be a whole nother podcast topic. Well, wait, wait, wait. What'd you say now? I'm on the edge of my seat. (laughs) No, she said it was what we were just talking about, Ambie, before. She said, I've been afraid to speak about anything because I don't want to come from a place of anger. But here's what I'll say to that. And then we'll, then we'll stop Mm -hmm. because I know you got to go. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel hopeless. It's okay to feel um, hopeful. This is a fucked situation. 2020 is a fucked situation, right? Racism, the fucking vaccine, the masks, all of it. If you have an opinion either way, it's time to express that opinion because being quiet is not doing anybody any favors at all. And the only person that you're really hurting when you're being quiet is yourself. Because that means that you're going to have to karmically repeat the shit again. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to be angry. Be fucking angry. If you're not angry, you're not paying attention. Yeah. Anger if is you're not angry that a 15 year old black child is afraid to get pulled over by a police officer. You're not paying attention because that's a fucked up situation. Because imagine if that was your kid that you don't know if your kid's going to come back alive because of that. Not because they did anything wrong. Anger is like fire. It's transformative. So if we keep that fire in, it it causes cancer, basically. But if you let that fire out and you use it with intention, it will transmute things. It will transform things. It's powerful. Anger is powerful. Yeah. And I'm sick of... Being afraid if people don't like me. I'm okay if you guys don't like me. Nice. All right, guys. Well, thanks for all the hearts. Everyone's going off on Facebook. Thank you guys. Thanks for being a part of this conversation. Thank you for receiving. As always, we love and care about you all. And uh, until next time. Keep on blooming. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.